Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. And welcome everyone, wherever you are, uh, whenever you're listening, uh, we are greatly honored by your presence. Thank you for coming. Uh, We like to give you a little something to think about every week, a little something to challenge you, and a little something to practically apply to make your life a little bit better. Uh, This week, today, uh, I'm going to be talking about the love test, uh, a a way that you can kind of know, do I really love this person or does this person really love me? Anybody interested in that? Uh, I sure would have been a number of years ago. Uh, so welcome. That's that's where we're headed today. Um, so the love test. Now some of you are thinking, well, of course I love this person. I've lived with them for thirty years. Of course I love this person. They're my child. Of course I love this person. Um, you know, fill in the blank. Okay, everybody has a bunch of those people in their life that they would say, of course I love this person. And, but when you, when you drill down a little bit, sometimes it's because they think they should love that person. You know, it's accepted in society that you should love your children. You should love your brother or sister. You, you know, that sort of thing. And then the second issue, I would say, is that There's different levels of love. Uh, In other languages, uh, there's multiple words for love, okay? Uh, Some of them have several words for love. I know in Greek, uh, there's a love that means, you know, uh, really from the heart, true love. There's a love that means kind of uh, sexual love. There's a love that means more of sort of um, uh, having a crush on somebody kind of thing, okay? Uh, there's a love that means kind of brotherly love, you know, for another human being or, or acquaintance or something like that. Uh, and so there's, there's, there's different types of love, but kind of how I want to say it today is there's different levels of love. Okay, uh, someone that I've known for 
uh, about the last 15 years. Wonderful person, good friend of mine. Uh, for a long time, and, and still today sometimes, when they would, uh, at the end of an email that they sent me, they would say, BIG LOVE. And BIG was in all caps, okay? BIG LOVE and then their name. And that's how they would end every email. You know, we would talk about whatever, they would ask me a question, or they would say, I need this, and then BIG LOVE and then their name, all right? And I love that. I really like that. In fact, I asked them if I could use that um, years ago, and they said, sure. So uh, let, me, let me kind of define the levels today as little love, medium love, and big love. And, and maybe uh, sometime later I'll come up with more creative names than just little and medium. But I love big love. But anyway, think of it that way. Okay, lower level love, but maybe it's still love to some extent. Uh, medium love, which may be sort of the majority of, of the people that you might be uh, inclined to say I love. And then big love that maybe is all in and, and just a few and, and the most important people in my life and, and all that sort of thing. Okay, so what I'm about to talk about today, I would suggest, first of all, to use it on yourself, that as you pray and meditate this week, to, um, to get a piece of paper and write down your spouse's name uh, or your partner's name, and then the, I'm going to give you several questions to ask in a few minutes, and then on each of these questions... Write down the question, number one, or whatever, and then your answer to that, and then maybe sort of grade it. Is this little love, medium love, big love, or not love at all? And, and the not love at all, I would say, maybe a good name for that, is what's in it for me. I'm in relationship with them, kind of for what's in it for me, all right? And that's sort of the distinction. Uh, what you feel towards someone, is it real love? Or does it just look like love and maybe even feel like love sometimes, but it's really what's in it for me? And how do you tell the difference, okay? Because everybody says, I love you, okay? 100% of, of couples getting married or committing to uh, a long-term relationship each other, say, I love you, right? Well, uh, at some point after that, 55% of them, it's just gone up by 5%, by the way, it was 50% for decades. Now they're saying, based on the latest, it's, it's gone up to 55 but at some point, those people who started out saying, I love you and I am committed to you, reach a point where they say, I do not love you anymore. Well, what I would like to suggest to you today is very possibly they never loved you in the first place. That it was what's in it for me 
that looked like love as long as they were getting what they wanted and maybe even felt like love to you and maybe to them. Maybe they thought they really loved you, okay? Um, we don't talk a whole lot about these kind of things growing up, most of us, with our parents or at school or whatever. We just hear love. And so we start saying it. Oh, they're saying I love you. I should say I love you back. And so we do. But that does not mean it's love. Okay? So how do you tell the difference? And this is one of the most valuable things, in my opinion, you could ever know in, in your life is how to kind of differentiate between big love medium love, little love, or not love at all, what's in it for me? So here's where I start this, okay? Here's sort of the statement. Do you really love me, or am I just part of what you think you want right now? Let me say that again. Do you really love me, or... Am I just part of what you think you want right now? And I would say those 55% of people, there is a high chance that it was just part of what they thought they wanted right then. Now, statistics also tell us of the 45% that do not get divorced, only about 5 or 10% of them are really happy. The others are staying together for other reasons. So if you add all of that together, I believe it is very close to the truth to say maybe 5% of all people who say, I love you, it's not really love. It's what's in it for me. It's part of what I think I want for myself at the time. Okay, so that's sort of the overall, what are we looking for here? What are we trying to differentiate between? All right, so let me give you a few questions to pray and meditate on this week. And again, turn this on yourself before you turn it on anybody else. And even when you do turn it on someone else, uh, don't, don't go through this and then decide to get divorced, okay? That's not what this is for, and I would never advocate that. I would say go through this and let it open a discussion and maybe lead to if one or two or three people are in the relationship for what's in it for me, they can change, just like I did with Hope those, all those years ago, and I think she did with me too, change um, from what's in it to, for me to real love, okay? So here's some questions to pray and meditate on this week that I think will get you really close to determining where that person is, where that relationship is, where you are. All right, number one, why do you believe you love me? Okay, that's the first one. Why do you believe you love me? Or if you're 
turning this on yourself first, which I recommend, why do you believe you love them? Is it for looks? Is it for money? Is it for anything circumstantial? Or is it internal? Okay? Question number one, if it is for any reason other than internal, eh, you're probably on the what's in it for me side. All right? Number two, what would or could make you stop loving me? Or if you're asking of yourself, what would or could make me stop loving that person? What could they do that would make you stop loving them? And remember, 90 plus percent of people do stop loving in the big significant relationships of their life at some point. So this is not an outrageous question. It happens all the time. It's rare when it doesn't happen. Okay? So, and, and I'm giving you the answers as we go here. So... Number two, if you answer anything, you're in the what's in it for me side. Okay? So if your answer is, well, if you quit cooking breakfast for me, okay, that's kind of silly. Or if you quit having sex with me, or if you... um, started an affair with somebody else, or if you have any answer to that question that is the affirmative, this would make me stop loving you, you're in the what's in it for me side. Love is all in, forever. Doesn't mean you stay together, might get divorced, it might be what's best, but you never, real love never quits loving. All right? Number three, what do I do or what could I do that would anger you? Okay? Boy, this gets a whole bunch of people. All right? And turned on yourself, what does that person do that angers me? Or anything in the anger family, irritation, frustration, resentment, bitterness, overwhelmed, anything in the anger family. What do they do that makes me experience something in the anger family? If the answer to this, again, is anything, eh, you're probably on the what's in it for me side. Now, let me say a little bit more about that one. If it is like big anger you're in trouble. And not because of what they're doing, but because of what's inside of you that's causing the anger. All right? If it's not anger, if it's just frustration, then that could still be on the love side maybe, but probably low love, not big love, possibly in the middle. All right? Anytime you experience anger, 
when it's not righteous anger, meaning love-based, you're getting angry because love is being violated, like a child abused or something like that. Outside of those situations, anytime you experience something in the anger family, means you've got a wrong goal. And in this case, the wrong goal is that this other person will do these things and not do those things. Well, guess what? They're their own person. That's not yours to control. And if you really love them, you love them the way they are. Not, I love you as long as you jump through all these hoops. That's not love. That's what's in it for me. Okay? All right, fourth question. What else do you want for your life outside of the relationship with that person? Okay? What else? do you want for your life? Lots of money, uh, famous, rich, um, to be able to play all the time, new big screen TV, whatever, all right? What else do you want for your life outside of that relationship? Write those things down. And how much do you want them? Zero to ten. Next question, number five. What if that doesn't ever happen? The other things in your life that you want, what if it never happens? Are you okay? Or are you not okay? If you are not okay and it is external circumstances, eh, that's the what's in it for me. Unless you're in a life or death situation like someone's chasing you with a knife or gun, something like that. Outside of that, if you're not okay when you do not get what you thought you wanted, eh, you're in what's in it for me. And it's probably bleeding over into this relationship you're thinking about. All right? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Number six. What if one of us changes? pretty significantly. Now, this one takes a little bit of thought and uh, may even have to get into the future a little bit, but you can imagine it to some extent. Um, what if I go from loving sports to I don't ever want to go to sports again? And one of the things we connected on was sports, all right? What if, uh, what if all of a sudden I don't like sex anymore? What if all of a sudden I don't want to go to your church anymore? What if all of a sudden fill in the blank? All right? So the, what, I'm, what you're looking for here is if one of us changes dramatically in a way that would not be desired... Do you still love them or do you not? Are you angry or are you okay? Are you still good with that relationship or not? All right? Again, for this one, any answer except I'm okay, unless, unless they're doing something that's harmful for them and you're in what's in it for me. All right? 
Um, this happens a whole lot. This has happened so many times in 17 years when one, uh, one person in a committed relationship would start doing the healing codes and the love code and trying to heal their issues and better themselves, but the other one thought it was the craziest thing they'd ever heard of and a bunch of baloney, and you're so naive for even falling for that, and they refused to work on their stuff, and then six months to a year later, the person that's been healing their stuff is a very different person than they were a year before. They're more confident, they are happier, they, you know, want to get out and do things, they want to change maybe even that relationship for the better, rather than it just continuing to go the way it's gone. And if that other person is not okay with that, that can cause big problems, all right? If, if that other person changes dramatically in a way that you would not desire, do you still love them or are you still okay? If not, you're in what's in it for me, okay? Um, let's see, number six, uh, number seven, number seven. What if you meet someone else that you really, really, really connect to? Would that mean you would quit loving this person that you're in relationship with right now? If so, you're in what's in it for me, okay? Um, another one. Do you keep a record written down or not written down of the other person's mess-ups and ways that they have wronged you? If you do, that's what's in it for me. All right? Um... And that's eight, and, uh, and all I have for you to think about this week, okay? But that's plenty. <laughs> so I would encourage you to take this very, very seriously. Aim it at yourself first and say, okay, my spouse, my partner, my this child, this child, this child, my brother, my sister, my mom, my dad, my boss, the person I work with, my neighbor, the person I'm in the club with, and, and see about all of those different relationships. Are they in love or what's in it for me? And if they're in love, are they little love, medium love, or big love? Here's what I promise you. If any of those relationships are in what's in it for me, it causes problems for you, okay? Uh, it, it, that is fear-based, it is stress, it suppresses your immune system, it'll cause health problems, etc. okay? So you want every relationship on the love side, not on the what's in it for me side. And then once it's on the love side, the more relationships you can get from little love to big love, the healthier, happier, and more successful you will be. And nothing, 
else can do this. Nothing else can take the place of this. That This is a one of in your life. And it may be the most important factor in your life, okay? And, and one of those relationships I would encourage you to look at is also you and God, all right? Uh, I'll remind you of this and then sign off. The Harvard Grant Study, released a few years ago, the largest study of its kind on human behavior in the history of the world. Thousands, tens of thousands of subjects over 75 years. I think it costs like $12 million to do. That What they were looking for is what is most important to every person. What is the key to happiness for every single person on planet Earth if we can boil it down to one thing. The conclusion of the study, and this was headline news all over the world for a long time after it came out, it's love. It's what everybody wants. It's what everybody needs. It's what makes the biggest difference in every area of your life for the positive if you're living in love, for the negative if you're living in what's in it for me. So take the love test this week. Aim it at yourself first. Then you can aim it at other people, but you need to consult them for their answers, okay? Not your answers for them. And then let it open a discussion and move it from what's in it to me to big love. And it will be one of the best things you have ever done in your life. At the end of your life, you will look back on that as maybe the best thing you ever did in your life. Don't let another day go by. Start it today. This information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have.